Power Project crew, what's going down? Hope you guys are having an awesome day. Uh, today we're doing things a little bit different. Well, not necessarily different, just different than the things have been going. Uh, we basically all kind of just got tired of talking about uh, COVID-19, coronavirus and whatnot. So we kind of just wanted to just like shoot from the hip, go off the script a little bit. And just talk about like our everyday nuances, like, uh, you know, like how, how do we, like literally how do we sleep? Like left side, right side, back side, front side, uh, all of that good stuff. Uh, we find out that Encima has quite the, um, regimented, uh, lotioning, lubing up routine. Um, again, we, we talk about like certain cultures have to do that. Others don't. And, you know, Mark and I basically, call them a weenie and just said like, Hey, yeah, we don't actually ever wash our face nor put lotion on or do any of that stuff. Uh, we talked about just like our schedules, like when we like to lift, when we, you know, would rather, uh, do, you know, when, when we would rather lift compared to like when we wouldn't, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of basic stuff like that. But, and then we eventually do fall into start, uh, talking about the, uh, the virus and how it's affecting a lot of people. But we think this is going to be an awesome break from the everyday, uh, you know, virus talk and whatnot. And I've already said it way too many times. So I'm going to shut up and just move on uh, real quick. Uh, if you guys haven't already taken advantage, please, please, please head over to markbellslingshot.com. Uh, right now, everyone's gym is shut down. So what do you got to do? You got your home workouts to go ahead and take over for now. So uh, if you add any slingshot, any hip circle, You'll, you're going to receive 20% off. Again, that's any hip circle, any slingshot, doesn't matter which one, just add both to your cart and you're going to automatically get 20% off. On top of that, Mark is giving you guys free uh, 30 days of markbell.com. Markbell.com is... Uh, basically it's, it's all of Mark's workouts that he does daily. Every single day you're going to receive a new workout. And then you, of course you can check, you know, previous days. So like I do this all the time where I'll come in, I want to do like, uh, you know, a back workout. I'll check the, uh, the workout of the day. Mm, maybe there's a little bit too much cardio that day, or maybe it's a, uh, a heavy, you know, back day, like heavy deadlift day. And I just don't feel like doing it. So I'll scroll back and find the previous back day and do that one instead. So please take advantage of that uh, again. So markbellslingshot.com for 20% off any slingshot and hip circle combo and markbell.com for a uh, free 30 day trial. Normally it's seven days. So Mark's kind of, you know, doing his, his absolute best to try to make sure everybody stays in shape real quick. Thank you to Piedmontese for sponsoring this episode. Um, it's the absolute best beef on the planet. I just recently talked to you guys about the, uh, the ground beef and how it tastes. Uh, I, I don't know what they did to it, but somehow it tastes better. Um, if it was up to me though, I would probably just be eating uh, flat iron steaks with every meal. If you're a bodybuilder, you understand how difficult it is to mix, you know, the high carb rice with like steak because of the fat content. Well, imagine you can have a delicious steak, 90 grams of protein and only eight grams of fat for eight ounces. Uh, I, tr- I, I know, I know what that sounds like, but that's the actual macros of a flat iron steak from Piedmontese beef. If you're interested, head over to Piedmontese.com. That's P I E D M O N T E S E.com at checkout. Enter promo code power project for 25% off your order. And if your order is $99 or more, you get free two day shipping. Again, thank you everybody for checking out this episode. If you guys like what we're saying, please hit us up on Instagram at Mark Bell's power project and let us know. And for now, enjoy the show. Hey, you change your name back to Natty Professor on here? Did I? Yeah. It automatically goes back to Natty Professor all the time. So I guess it's the universe that's telling you something. <laughs> that's what it wants to be. Wait, Everybody what? knows you're full of shit. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> I almost spit coffee all over the mic. That was 
Mm-hmm. That was close. Hey, man, I'd love it if Greg Duchette made a video on me. I don't think I'm that big yet, though, but mm. I, wa- I want a Greg Duchette video, a Natty or Not video from that guy. It'd be an honor. Was he natural? No. Uh, no, he's not, but, like, he's open about it. You know, he mm. doesn't, like, he knows, everyone knows he does, and he's open about what he does. But uh, he made one wow. recently on, yeah, he made recently one, uh, one on Lane Norton, which was pretty cool. He's a smart guy. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm interesting all right i'm ready to go if you guys are yeah we're ready to go all right well we were just uh i I was just trying to see if there's like shit i can make um you know i'm i'm looking at making you know stuff for like home exercise and stuff like that but uh i was also checking in to see like if i can make like masks and stuff but i don't know anything about masks so um in asking about it, it sounds like we can. Sounds like we can make some. So I'm going to find out about that a little bit more later on. And, you know, hopefully we can assist or help in some way. Not sure what way that would be or if it will even happen, but why not try, right? Wow. That'd be, yeah. that'd be awesome. Um, I don't know if it's, well, you guys already know you can make it, but I don't know if it's any help. There's a company that I actually just bought some masks on. I don't know if you saw, I posted it. They're origin USA. They're ones that make my gi. Um, but yeah, they re like they, they changed one or two of their plants to only making masks. So they have like a, I guess a template. I don't know how that works, but yeah. Yeah. I think rogue fitness also posted. Um, everyone should check out rogue fitnesses post. They, they posted like, you can go and like download like a template and they're asking for people to help if anybody that manufactures stuff. And I thought that was pretty cool. But uh, yesterday we were just, uh, I was just thinking um, it'd be kind of neat to just talk about like, rather than talk about the coronavirus, which is everywhere. It's super important for everyone to understand and know the information that's going on. Um, but we wanted to kind of take your minds off of it for today. And we wanted just to talk about our favorite topic, which is ourselves. (laughs) And, uh, I just decided, Hey, like, let's maybe talk about like weird stuff, like, uh, little quirks you have, like, um, you know, what, how do you sleep? You know, you sleep on your back, your side, your stomach. For me, I sleep almost always, um, pretty normally on my left side, and if I need to get to sleep, if I'm having like restless sleep for some reason, or just having a hard time getting to bed, I have to lay face down. It kind of calms me down somehow, but then trying to figure out how to breathe <laughs> in that situation is always weird. You're always wishing that you had like a, uh, like a chiropractic table to put your face in so you can just be completely face down. But that's how I sleep. How about you guys? Well, what do you do with your, your hands though, when you're face down? My hands are usually like one is like up or one is like, or they're like kind of both towards the side. I actually have a pillow that's kind of perfect and I can just like prop my forehead up and I can, I don't have to really turn my head too much to one side or the other. So, uh, that doesn't bug me too much. Yeah. But if both hands are over your head, you wake up and both arms are asleep and you're screwed. I actually like hurt my shoulder that way before I try. I think I like rolled over in the middle of the night and like fucking jujitsued myself <laughs> yeah, pretty bad. Mine's pretty complicated, and I use. Let's see. Let me let me count them up. Uh, one pillow for my knees. Uh, one pillow for like my chest because if I so I, I I start on my back, and so I have to have a pillow under my knees because if if not, 
I wake up the next day and my right knee is just like done for. Like it, it feels terrible. Um, but what ends up happening is I'll roll over to my left side. Every, this is how every, every night's the same thing. Start on my back, roll to my left. And so I have the pillow for my knees, a pillow for my torso, I guess, because if I don't have a pillow, my right arm falls completely asleep. It has to be propped up. So I have one on the knees, one on the torso, and then, of course, my regular pillow. But then I have another pillow because I put my arm under my pillow, and I have another one that props up my left hey, hand. I have a, I have a question. Uh-oh. <laughs> Where in the fuck is your wife during all this? <laughs> uh, she's Yeah, she's she's next to me. Um, but what's usually, what usually Those happens... Are some Stephanie, blo- Stephanie blockers right there. Well, there's the ultimate... <laughs> near you, bro. <laughs> there, there's the ultimate cock block, which is one or three dogs that, that sleep between us. <laughs> Every single night, one of them will just burrow through and get... And it, it sucks. So dogs and pillows. Yeah. So I have the final pillow to prop up my left hand because if not, that hand will fall asleep or just my wrist will wake up in so much pain if I don't do that. And then no matter what, I still wake up on my right side. And when I sleep too much on my right side, it really jacks up my back. (laughs) So it's, there's a bit of a process. I sleep with a lot of pillows as well. I think I have at least three. I sometimes have one between my knees and I have one that I'm like holding onto and then one for my giant head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got four. I used to put one in between my knees, but I haven't done that in so long. I mean, like I sleep on my left side too. I don't sleep on my right side. I sleep on my left side, but uh, yeah, I just usually put maybe a pillow underneath my arm. Ooh, nice coffee cup, Andrew. <laughs> Is that how many poops did you take this morning, by the way? Uh, just two. Just two? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I took like, I took like four. Um, it's not oh. good. Oh, Oh yeah, having a, having a great day. <laughs> yeah, it, it's 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 been a great day so far. But um, yeah, and then oh, one thing that really works well for me, especially if I'm not able to fall asleep, is I'll take these two fingers, and this isn't going anywhere weird. I'll put. I'll take my. It, Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take my two fingers. I'll put them on my knee, and I'll just rhythmically tap like back and forth and then slowly what will start to happen is like i'll just slowly drift off into sleep and my hand will go still but i I think i watched a video on that or something and it was like if you do that something happens with your brain and makes it easier to fall asleep and yeah it works it might be a little bit like counting you know some people say count sheep or something like that right yeah yeah so yeah no i don't stick got your mind occupied on something else yes that makes sense because like I would I would uh, shake my foot quite a bit like I do it like pretty much all day long anyways, but I, I will I will shake my foot like back and forth. But what ends up happening is Stephanie will get seasick because it like shakes the whole bed, and she's like, "Can you please stop?" So I I stopped that that habit, but yeah, that that puts me to sleep right away. Let me ask you this real quick: uh, Have you guys ever woken up um, and like? done like yes where your whole body just (laughs) just saying you can't control it i've done that a few times and i've just like kicked my girl (laughs) super (laughs) hard and just like my whole body goes like everything everyone my legs flail no (laughs) wonder why she's telling people that you hit her (laughs) because he does yeah i've had a bunch of shit like that happen in the middle like i don't know if i'm like lifting or like what i'm doing like bench pressing or something like whoa I had somebody uh, do it on a flight and they uh, 
they spilled like they had a thing of water with them and just every drop of their water spilled right into my lap (laughs) and they were like they were so upset by it and i was like hey it's like just uh, it happens to me all the time like i do the same thing you intentionally dump water on me i don't think right you know and and then we started laughing about it but yeah it was like the water just like went right in my crotch too. I was like, oh, this is super comfortable to be <laughs> I, soaking wet, you know, on this flight. Yeah. Back, back in my day, um, when I was drinking alcohol, if I drank beer, I would just pass out. But if I drank hard liquor, I, I basically dreamt that I got in a fight every single time and I would just be kicking and punching in my sleep no matter what, like, but only with hard liquor. I, I don't know what that was all about. It was weird. Wow. You yeah. know, I'm so curious what drunk Andrew was like. Like, like, I'm, I, I just can't picture it. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. doing my best. And I, I can't imagine it because you're such a chill, just like lax dude. Can't imagine you getting just like wasted. Uh, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know about wasted. I don't think anybody can say anything real positive about being wasted. But like, uh, a couple drinks in it, oddly similar to like you taking like a couple mind bullet capsules and then a mind bullet potion very similar to that like i'm just like a a very fun loving positive guy but like all the uh the inhibitions are completely gone so like uh i would be way more charismatic i'd be a lot funnier that's for damn sure uh and so that's why it was really hard for me to like say goodbye to alcohol because i'm like oh how am i gonna be like the the fun guy that i used to be like what's gonna happen now and so i'm still me but i'm just way more chill that's for damn sure (laughs) yeah okay yeah it takes uh it takes a lot to um to like not participate you know in in stuff that's going on when it's going on in front of you like an easy thing is just to not go at all you know you just don't go out at all you just don't go to your friend's house anymore those things are kind of easy to do but it takes someone tougher it's a, i think it's a good mindset it's a good way to look at it if you're trying to build your mindset to be stronger that um it, it for someone to have a sober mind like all the time it, it takes someone to have some courage because not everyone is willing to do that all the time and it's it's not easy. You know, you go to a party, you go to um, a dinner, you go here or there. And I think that people don't even understand or realize how high everyone is all the time on something, whether it's Kratom or marijuana or uh, alcohol. It could be just about anything. But um, people are getting lit up usually, you know, to, to kind of ease some of that social anxiety. And you wouldn't even think that you would have that necessarily because you would think, oh, I'm going to hang out with my friends or my family. I'm going to have a good time. Mm. Yeah, but a lot of people feel like it's almost like their identity, <clears throat> identity, right? Like it sucks. Right. But one thing you said, and we've said it a couple times on the podcast, but I think it's it's huge and it needs to be repeated. Is uh, you know, just if you are the only sober one in the room, like it's nobody's going to care what you say or do anyways because they're all hammered so you kind of get a you, you get a free pass to kind of mess with everybody at that point and mm-hmm. for someone like me man if if i had learned that a long time ago i would have stopped drinking you know even sooner but um i, I think that's great because yeah you, you kind of like uh you're you're walking around like uh what's it called uh oh, i can't think of the word but basically you get like a free play a free pass to right. like kind of I don't know, trick people into like investing in your company and stuff since they're hammered. <laughs> you, you know, you say that 
but I've honestly found that being around a lot of drag, drunk people when sober is one of the most like infuriating things for me. Like it, it just, I, cause like you, 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 you do then see how, how many stupid things people do. <laughs> yeah. And then if some of these people are really close to you, you kind of just get frustrated with them and you just, mm-hmm. it's just, yeah, yeah. I, I don't like it. I don't <laughs> like it at all. No. Yeah. There's a, there's an old saying that says, uh, uh, don't observe that they drink too much, but observe that observe that they drink a lot. Meaning, like they just drink a lot, but you're not passing any judgment on them, and that's a hard thing to do. Mm. That's actually really tough because they could be acting like <laughs> what you think is a total idiot. But it's hard to put yourself in somebody else's shoes, like you know why they're drinking, you know, or why they're doing what they're doing. Um, it's uh, you just don't have any idea on why someone's doing it. it they, they might, it might not be a deep, it might not be like a deep rooted, sad, horrific thing that happened in their childhood or something. It might just be that they just want to, they just love to let loose. You know, mm-hmm. it, could, it could be as simple as that. Um, but I think that most of us, if we're to really think about it, it probably is some deep rooted thing that is probably somewhat problematic because they feel that, and, and I'm guilty of this with, with steroids. I'm guilty of this with uh, Kratom or, or ca- caffeine or, you know, I can look to anything and, and, and think of that it's trying to solve a problem for me, right? Um, but why can't I just solve the – I should just solve the problem myself. You know, I, should, I shouldn't necessarily need anything. I think we can all probably agree that, you know, relying on stuff too much to take you to another place – probably isn't a good idea like i think all of us are probably open-minded to like mushrooms and some things psychedelics and they're kind of cool but if you got to do them all the time Mm -hmm. now maybe you're just turning into kind of an idiot (laughs) yeah yeah um real quick since we were just talking about sleep um i don't know what's going on lately but i've been like essentially ruining sheets because i am sweating like I, I've never like, I, I mean, my, my most difficult workout cardio session, whatever you want to call it, I sweat, whatever amount, this is like multiplied by a hundred. I don't know what's happening now, but it's pretty consistent. Like I, we literally like, I saw like the sheet that just came out of the washer and it looks pretty bad. I don't know what's going on. Nothing's really changed, but I'm just curious. Has that ever happened to you guys? It's gross, dude. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's real bad. Are you peeing? Are you peeing the bed, <laughs> I, I, dude? Uh, two nights ago, I had to like check because the sheet that I had on me, like you know, like when, when you guys have like you're like sweating and you take your shirt off and it just goes like smack, like it's, yep. just, it's just gross. So I it, that happened, but to my leg on the bed, and I'm like, oh shit, I I peed myself. Like there's no way, but like crotch area was good, <laughs> but everything else just drenched in sweat. No clue what's happening. Damn. I haven't had anything like that. I mean, other than maybe if it was really hot out or something like mm-hmm. that. Have you been doing like, since, you know, quarantine, have you like been doing a little bit less working out than usual or has everything been the same since you can still trade? Uh, if anything, since every, like the quarantine and everything started, I'm actually working out more. <laughs> so I, I, I don't know. Um, Stephanie was just oh. telling me that like, uh, oftentimes that'll happen in deep REM sleep 
And I think because I am gassed at the end of the day that I'm probably uh, hitting that a little bit quicker and a little bit longer than normal. So maybe that has something to do with it. Uh, I didn't work out yesterday and last night there was no sweat. So maybe there's some uh, correlation between the two. So we'll see what happens tonight. <laughs> we shall. See. Yeah, no, I've that's happened to me a few times, but it's been a long time since I've sweat a lot when I've been sleeping. Mm-hmm. Like so there, there was a period where like for a week I would drench my sheets like every single day. It was just, it, it smelled horrible too. Didn't smell like pee. Cause I didn't pee. Well, we don't know. Maybe I did, but it wasn't, it wasn't the greatest. I had to wash the sheets every single day. So yeah, I don't know, man. That's tough. So then after uh, you guys wake up, what's your morning routine? Um, you know, every morning is a little different for me. I don't always do the same exact stuff, but usually it's, I kind of check to kind of see where everybody's at. Sometimes my wife has gone swimming. Um, I think she goes swimming in the morning. <laughs> oh, no. no. <laughs> anyway, I never really thought about it. She goes, <laughs> she goes a lot wherever she's going. She comes back super happy. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I usually kind of check in and kind of see where the kids are at, what they're doing. Um, you know, nor- normally they're asleep because it's still pretty early. Um, and then um, I usually just kind of like see what I have to do work-wise, especially with these, uh, you know, 100 day in a row, uh, this vlog thing that I've been doing. Um, sometimes I might have to finish off the editing of a video, um, stuff like that. And then, Usually I usually I'll just like take a shower and then I usually do coffee afterwards. I've kind of learned that if I take coffee or drink coffee in the morning, like as soon as I wake up and I'm still kind of a zombie, that it doesn't really do anything for me. So uh, a while back when I stopped drinking coffee, I started to kind of evaluate like, hey, can I just even if I don't remove coffee from my life forever, are there spots where I can just get rid of it? Um, and that was one of them. I was like, I don't really need it when I first wake up. Cause I never noticed that it even does anything. And it's like, after I take a shower and after I'm kind of uh, ready for the day, it feels more productive to have the coffee. Then it actually feels like it works like a nootropic because I did sleep long enough. And now it's, uh, kind of given me like a bonus push rather than like, Oh, I need this to like wake up cause I'm groggy or whatever. Mm. how about like uh supplements or anything that you can't miss i take some supplements in the morning um if if i've if i'm gonna eat if i don't eat anything the only thing i might take is uh kratom and uh that's kind of the same thing as the coffee it's like you know if i feel like um unless i have a use for it i just don't take it you know so uh, if i'm if we're gonna podcast or something like that i love having it before we podcast um, if I'm going to like do something, you know, um, that requires, you know, some mental capacity of me like thinking or something, um, or I want to just, you know, have a little trip while I'm walking, <laughs> then, uh, then I'll utilize it for that, you know, and it, and it feels good to do that. But I'm also a, um, I like showering in the morning more so than I do at night, but I tend to do both fairly often. How about you guys? What, I'm so happy you? you said that. <laughs> I'm so happy you said you shower at both morning and night. That's I, I can't, I can't wake up. Um, like, I mean, I can, I've, I've done it before where I've taken a shower at night and then I just go the day or whatever, but 
it just, I don't, I feel like I got somehow got dirty from sleeping, which I don't understand, but you do lose water weight when you sleep. You, like you do sweat, even if you don't feel, even if your bed's not wet from you sweating, you, you do perspire and I don't, it just doesn't feel right, especially in the summertime. Like it feels really gross to me. I, I just don't feel good doing that. So I don't, I don't like in the summertime, you know, in Sacramento, you are forced to take, take multiple showers a day. Pause. I got to ask you both real quick. Uh, when do you guys shower? Do you guys use like a washcloth or a loofah or are you one of those people who puts soap on your hands and wipes it around your body? I'm just curious. No, no judgment at all. I think, I think like, uh, you have to use a loofah, I think. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. Think definitely things, a loofah. I, I think those things work okay. pretty good. Like, uh, you know, a washcloth can be, can be effective. I know some people just grab like a bar of soap and they're just like, you know, they use an old school, like bar of soap, you know, and that, you know, whatever way you can get clean, I don't think it really matters too much, but, uh, for anybody that's of my age, they know where the loofah, uh, kind of came from. They know who popularized it. And that's, uh, Craig Ironhead Hayward, a football player. He was a 270 or 200. Yeah. About a 270 pound running back running backs it's really rare for a running back to be over 225 maybe the top end 230 pounds mm-hmm. besides a jerome bettis right but craig ironhead hayward uh was a was a monster his son played in the nfl too for the pittsburgh steelers um he played for the university of pittsburgh and then played for the saints for a long time and this guy used to just he used to run people over like you never seen like he was like a uh, like a runaway train or something, man, that no one could stop this guy. So anyway, they made a commercial. Uh, I think it was, and I think it was like some sort of soap commercial. And he's like pretending like take a shower or something. And he's got this like little scrubby thing. And at that time, no men use this scrubby thing. Like you can look up the commercial. Like we should put it at the end of this video. <laughs> it's a legendary. I mean, it's one of the, it's one of the, um, I think from a marketing perspective, it's like it's one of those things that changed every household, maybe without anybody even noticing it or, or recognizing, wow. especially younger people. But Craig Ironhead Hayward's this big, strong, 270-pound NFL running back, and here he is using this kind of, you know, some people might kind of consider like a girly product. Like, ah, girls kind of use that. The guys, they use a washcloth, they just use a bar of soap or whatever. And, uh, the commercial in the commercial, he uses like this high pitched voice and he's like, Hey, Ironhead, what's up with that thingy? And he waves the thingy like this in the air. He waves the loofah in the air like that. And he's like, it's called a loofah. And like, I don't care. I'm going to use it anyway. And he like scrubs his body with it or whatever. At least that's how I remember. I don't, I don't remember exactly how the commercial went down, but I remember seeing that. And I'm like, that thing's cool. I'm going to use that. Like rather than thinking, Hey, that thing's for chicks. Uh, you know, so Craig Ironhead Hayward is the guy that uh, popularized the shit of that. Imagine if he was able to monetize that, how much money he would have made. Oh, yeah. yeah, I remember, I don't know if it was that one or if it was uh, uh, one similar, but I remember it was a football player. It might have been like LT or somebody, but they called it a lather thingy. And I was always curious, like, what the hell is this lather thingy that they're talking about? Mm-hmm. And then eventually, yeah, a loofah showed up. And I'm definitely mm-hmm. a loofah guy because I, I can't imagine, like, for me, also the longevity of the soap. Like, okay, if you're going to use body wash, uh, if you're going to do one pump and try to, like, 
rub that on your body like it's going to be gone pretty quick but if you put it on the loofah that shit's good for a couple days even <laughs> okay not a couple days yeah, yeah. but it, it lasts ever, long enough it too like it falls out of your hands and a big old splattering <laughs> of, of soap goes on the ground you're like shit like that didn't like because sometimes you know if you're at a hotel or something maybe you don't have the same setup and you go to try to use the body soap and it just goes everywhere it doesn't get on your body all that well you're like shit yeah so in in ohio over the when we were there i was just like man this sucks like i just like dumped like a, a handful sorry about my dogs that's okay <laughs> handful of you know body wash and i'm just like trying to like man i'm i'm wasting a lot because yeah it would fall down on the ground and i'm just like this sucks and then also like if you're washing a car do you just like pour soap on it and then rinse it off or do you like scrub it you give it a good rub down, right? Mm-hmm. So with with you gotta get in there. Yeah, with the with the loofah, you can actually like scrub off some of the grime that you built up throughout the whole day. And if you're not, grime. U- yeah, if you're not <laughs> if you're not using something to you know kind of polish everything off, I I don't know how you can really feel clean after that. Yeah, and the ladies will love it too. I, women notice when you use a loofah versus like either just being a, a savage and putting soap on your hands or on a washcloth. When my lady saw my loofahs, bruh, <laughs> that that like brought me put up her over the edge. Here, put close to over the edge. But the next thing was when she lo- noticed my lotion, the different types of lotion I use. Now, now for 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 people of my you know complexion, and I always mention this whenever I go into the gym. Well, you know, sometimes I'm a little bit ashy, elbows, knees, hands. But one thing I notice is like, Mark, Andrew, uh, do you guys use lotion? Like, I, I'd hope you do, but let, let, let's let's go about this. Do you guys use lotion? Because I want to have a discussion with you. This is serious. Yeah, I, I don't ever use lotion. I don't use, uh, I'm not a chapstick guy either. I never use, I never use anything like that. Um, but it's kind of funny because chicks sort of dig it and i think guys think it's girly but yeah i don't i don't put anything i don't put anything extra on my body other than like i wash myself and if i remember i put deodorant on that's about <laughs> it i don't even really put deodorant on that i don't i found that like i mean maybe you guys disagree but i found that i just don't i don't need it that much uh, oddly from a guy named smelly right but that was because when i was a kid i didn't like to take showers but um, yeah, no, no lotion, no lube, no nothing. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny. I remember when, uh, I first started working with, you know, with you guys, um, when, that was when you were, I think you were going for the 600 pound bench. I just remember you were, you're a bigger guy, bigger guy. And I remember being like, man, he doesn't smell at all. Like a bigger dude. Like that's, I wonder what kind of deodorant he uses. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, these are weird. These are weird feelings to have for somebody. Andrew. <laughs> No, well, I mean, because I, th- I think it's valid. Like, you know, you walk by somebody who doesn't smell good, and you're like, fuck, whatever deodorant that guy's using does not work. Mm. But you walk by Mark, and he didn't smell bad. Like, just like, hmm. And he's in the middle of a training session, and, he, you know, he's turning purple, and he just doesn't smell. Like, that's really... Sometimes you can... We get pretty close to each other, and sometimes you can smell each other's nuts. It's not great. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, true, but... <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna let the deodorant thing slide, Mark, because like for some reason I, I do I do notice you don't you really don't smell. Like I podcast next to you all the time, and I've never noticed you smelling. But myself, if I don't wear deodorant, it's like an immediate thing. So I have to wear deodorant. <laughs> it's, it's an emergency. Fact. It's a fact. Yeah, yeah. Same here. I ha- I have an extra deodorant like behind my desk, pretty much at work, because I, I don't want to be that guy. But, all right, and Seema, let's let's uh, play this game for a second tomorrow. Uh, Andrew and I turn African American 
what do we need? You know, what, what kind of lotions do we need? What do we need to arm ourselves with so we don't get ashy? Like, let, let's just rewind because what's going to happen is, is this, like, I'm already going to buy you guys some lotion. Like, and, and this is like, when, when we see each other next, I'm going to have a body <laughs> lotion. I'm going to have a face lotion for both of you. And I'm not joking. But for some reason, for some reason, you guys think that you don't need to moisturize because you don't see the ashiness. Like you, you don't see when like the in between your thumb and your finger gets kind of dry. You don't see it because everything's the same color. But let me tell you all this. Okay. And, and for, for everyone listening, if you use lotion, you, you know how they say that black don't crack, how like we age better. Right, right. That may be partially true. But another reason why we may age a little bit slower is because we moisturize our skin. Our, our, our skin is supple. It's moisturized. Mm-hmm. It doesn't wrinkle. Dude, you're going to get, you're going to get shot. <laughs> <laughs> you're not supposed to release that. You're not supposed to release that Shit. information, dude. Oh man. <laughs> Communities. Like, One second guys, my headphones why, came out. Why, why, why do you give, why do you give away that secret? What the hell? Yeah. That's proprietary uh, information that you can't share with everybody. That's how Biggie and Tupac went down too. They rapped about it. <laughs> oh man. Yo, but seriously, like you, I get, I bet you Andy uses lotion. Huh? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see like, like women already know, but you guys, like if you use some lotion, I guarantee in the next five years, you'll look younger than you look right now because your face I, will be my, moisturized. Everything will be nice and supple. My wife's convinced that I'm gross and that I'm a savage. <laughs> so maybe, maybe you're right. If I start utilizing that stuff, maybe she'll be like, Oh, look at it trying to turn over a new leaf he's trying to he's trying to be civilized yeah steph will always like have lotion and chapstick ready for me but i i i've never i don't i i hate the feeling of it period like i do not like and then everybody always says no you got to try this lotion this does not leave like your hands filmy or whatever it does i could just touch the bottle and i will feel that for the rest of the day so i have to go run and wash my hands it drives me insane because you're going to do that then touch your phone then touch your keyboard and it's just like going to leave fingerprints literally everywhere i cannot do it um definitely do deodorant and you might love this one i actually never wash my face either yeah, I don't, wa- I don't wash mine either. <laughs> <laughs> I know people always find that to be like uh, horrifying, but I mean, I wash my face in the shower. But yeah, that's like about it, and I don't think I don't like care about a difference between uh, like soaps or whatever, like facial soap and regular soap. You know, I just wash with whatever, and it will feel dry. I mean, you can feel it, like especially if you use like ivory soap or something. That'll that'll make your face feel like it's gonna you know, fucking shatter mm-hmm. into pieces or whatever. Yeah. I said the, uh, the only time I, I actually like wash my face is really just like to wash like my, my mustache. Cause if like I have the smell of food stuck in it or something, that's, that's a for sure that has to go. But like, yeah, even in the shower, I just kind of use the runoff from like the shampoo, whatever like cheap brand it is. And just kind of like, that's, that's about it. Yeah. And that's been like that forever. Like when I used to work on cars, I'd get sweaty in the summer and then like oil dropping all over my face. And I just like get a rag, rub it off and I'm good to go. <laughs> I'm so disappointed in the both of you. Like, to be perfectly honest, I am so disappointed. So, oh my God. Yeah. I would say that probably most men don't wash their face. I would say that that's probably, but I don't know. We'd have to ask a lot of people. Yeah. Maybe the people in, that listen to this can uh, comment to us no, I, on I get- the U- YouTube channel. I guarantee that 
a lot of our Asian listeners and black listeners definitely wash their faces. I can't say I can't say for you for yours, Andrew, and and definitely Mark. I know a lot of your people need lotion, and, and that's just that's just like the honest truth. A lot of your guys need to use lotion. Yeah, my my people, we just put uh, Vicks everywhere. That's about it. <laughs> Vicks, yeah, Vicks. Vicks vapor rub, vapor rub. It's it cures everything. Uh, yeah, that's the only kind of anything we're gonna rub on ourselves. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, we we need. It's definitely it was well, definitely a cultural thing because if you're in the grocery store, there's like a there's kind of like an African American se- section like uh, for different razors and different uh, like for things for bumps on their skin and stuff. And you you've told us about that before, where mm-hmm. a lot of times your hair is going to be curlier, and so when you shave, you, your skin might get more irritated and stuff. But yeah, it's definitely like. You don't really hear you don't really hear or see men talking about it as much, but it is a common thread. It's one of those funny things. It's a common thread amongst men that are good looking. Good looking guys probably, you know, like Mike O'Hearn is washing his fucking face, right? But I think it's um it's uh it's it's a it's a kind of a it's sort of a cultural thing. Like does uh you know what what comes first you know is the guy get a set of abs first or did he start surfing first or did he start beach volleyball first or did he start you know working out first to have abs in the first place probably like it's probably that the guy was always in shape and when he went to play beach volleyball or went to surf it was an addition to what he had going on already same thing i think with this it's like uh you're leaning into some strengths that you have and you're keeping yourself pristine yeah, I'd imagine Aaron Marino does not leave the house without lotioning up. Yeah, of course right. not. Hey, right, and he's going to be lubed up. Yeah, you know what, Michael Hearn? Everyone's like, "Oh, he spent so much money on a light bulb." Blah blah blah. You know what? I bet is the only difference between everybody else and Michael Hearn. He uses lotion. That's probably the only difference. He just uses some lotion on his face. Yeah, you know, I, it's actually really it's an interesting topic. You know, because I think. I kind of think that all that stuff is bullshit, but you know, like um, it's, it's, there's billions and billions of dollars in that industry. I remember like when I first, when my wife and I first moved in together, I was like, I just want to fucking wash. I just want to take a shower and I don't know what the fuck to use. Cause I don't use, I never use shampoo. Even if I have hair, I just use the body wash. I, Cause I don't have that much hair anyway. I don't care how my hair feels or how my hair like works or whatever, because I don't comb it. <laughs> and so I'm like, I just want to fucking wash my body off. But what is this cell volumizing <laughs> conditioner? Like I've never used conditioner in my life. There's conditioner. There's like a shampoo. I'm like, what is what? How do I just get myself clean? This one. And then, you know, they have these different smells and everything. And yeah, I'm just like, what the hell? Like what can just point me in the direction? Is there a bar of soap or something somewhere or thing should i use i'm like what the hell's going on with this yeah i always actively seek out like the two-in-one shampoo conditioner or even the three-in-one which is everything and you just have one bottle that you need to go Do you guys for. use shampoo nope I'm, uh actually i use a beard wash hmm. but on your head what do you use on your head to be the beard wash you just use that on your head no i use facial soap hmm. oh i got it i have Any, a anything soap? so anything from the neck above yeah because it makes a lot of sense because the skin on your face is way different than the skin everywhere else. It, it 
No, no. <laughs> let's 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 talk about this. Let's talk about this. The skin on your face is more sensitive than the skin on your body. You'll notice. Okay, so if you were a lotion user, which I am, which I need to get both of you guys to be, it, it, when you use like normal lotion, like for example, this uh, can't see it. There we there go. Noir for men from Bed Bath and Body Works, right? If you use that on your face. Like for myself, I would break out. Like I'd have a pimple here and here and here because it's too thick. And it but it's perfect to clog your pores everywhere else. I don't get pimples on my body. And yeah, I, I guess it is perfect for everywhere else. But you have to like, <laughs> this, this is nonsensical. It's not nonsense. I've, I've used body lotion on my face before and like clockwork, I break out. So it's, it's, it's the truth. But then you use some facial lotion, which is a little bit thinner. It's not as uh, it doesn't clog up as much. Use that on your face. Boom, just moisturize, nice, supple, you know, very, you know, it, it's good. It's Andrew, we got to try it for eight weeks. And if we don't look like Enzyme after eight weeks, then we can tell them it's trash. Okay. Uh, I mean, your wives are about to thank me. I'm going to get you guys a whole setup. I don't know. Cause, well, now that has me concerned because I'm thinking, like, right now, like, there's nothing on the face, no pimples, and then I don't do anything for it. So if I start putting lotion and cleaning things up, will that now, like, drop some of the uh like the quality of the skin of the face because now i'm leaning, I would say I'm leaning that on a lot of people that i know that fuck with their face are always dealing with pimples and i see a lot of women you know use a lot of makeup often especially nowadays women put on a lot more makeup than they used to when i was a kid but i see a lot of people struggling and they have to wash their face all the time i don't think they're like where did where did where did this come from? Where did the this facial washing stuff come from? Probably came from makeup in the first place to wash your makeup off. And how long have people been washing their face for with these special? Wa- I mean, there's just no, <laughs> there's absolutely no way that you would need to even wash your face in in any sort of natural setting. Let me tell with you, any sort of with anything in particular that I could think of. I agree with you with with, with part of what you're saying. People do wash their faces too rigorously. Like there's, there's like little, um, there is bacteria that's actually good for your skin. So I don't think that you need to be using like, like just washing your body super hard with like crazy amounts of soap every single day. This is a whole science. Seriously, you, you need to have some days where you don't use as much soap because soap does kill bacteria. But like I said, your skin does have good bacteria. So you don't want to like mess it up too much. Right. So there are some days where I'll use a little bit of soap. If I have, Dude, like- we need a dermatologist. On show. <laughs> we do. We, we need to find one. do. Yeah. That would be awesome. That actually really cool. I'll, I'll, I'll try to find somebody. Yo, but on the makeup kick, let's talk about this real quick. Just, just a little bit. Um, how, how do y'all feel about that? When a woman, we don't need to talk about your wives or girlfriends, my girlfriend. Um, but how, <laughs> how do you feel about makeup nowadays? Just, just curious. Yeah, I just women women wear a lot. I think I personally, you know, everyone has their own uh, taste, right? So to each their own. But like personally, I think that makeup is great, and it and it's uh, it should be like a special effect in a movie, like where you shouldn't you shouldn't be like, oh my god, you see that special effect? The special effect should just enhance what happened. And I think the same thing with where you're kind of like. I don't even really know like if she's got makeup on. She just looks pretty. She she looks like she just enhanced her features, you know? Um, that's what I would say. But like with Instagram and with people constantly taking pictures and being in videos, they want to always look their best, which is totally understandable. And so 
uh, you see people with it just completely caked on <laughs> from what I, from what I've seen. It's, it's, it's not a, it's, it's not an attraction for me, but it's not for me to determine. It's, it's, uh, what makes them feel good. So if it makes them feel good, then fucking go for it. But it's, I think they wear too much personally. Man, I think that was extremely well said because I'm kind of on the same uh, wavelength. Like, I don't have an issue with it whatsoever. Um, it is weird when you see a, a photo of somebody and it looks it looks fairly natural, but then you see the person with what would be about the same you know amount of makeup in person, and it's like, holy shit, what is that? Like, it 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 looks it's just you know it's like when you see somebody with a lot of like uh plastic surgery on surgery on their face and you're just like mm, something's a little bit off there um but I'm, I'm pretty terrible at it and this is good and bad but like my fiance will either have makeup on or no makeup on and i can't really tell the difference um so it's good it, it is i feel like it's good but then it's like when she does take the time to put on the makeup and stuff and i'm just like oh yeah like you did the same thing yesterday like whatever you know it comes out that i i didn't i couldn't tell and it's like oh shit did did that or was that a positive or a negative so <laughs> <laughs> so i'm not sure yeah well, girls can like make everything kind of match too which is which is cool you know like they can <clears throat> have their shoes and their purse and their and then something about their makeup kind of match other things. And, you know, like I think stuff like that is great. Like, especially if they're going to get like more dressed up. Um, but I think if you're putting it on, cause it makes you feel good. That's amazing. Like if it makes you feel better, but if you feel like you have to put it on, I think that kind of stinks to be honest with you. Yeah. It's a feel like you have to put it on every time you go out to feel good about the way you look like that would be rough. That, 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 that is rough. That is rough. And it's like, like you're saying, man, when someone looks like a different human being, because I've seen, I've seen people that don't look the same. Like they just like, look like a different person when they have it on and when they take it off, it's just like, mm, are you sure you want to go that far? Like, like all the time, <laughs> all the time. Cause then it's like taking off a mask. You go home, you take off your mask and then who is this person? You know? I wish it didn't Simo, exist. When did you start wearing makeup? Oh, when I was six. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I can I, tell some days you got a little bit more on than others. Yeah. Yeah. I, I always use foundation because the skin needs to be uniform, not too much. So it doesn't clog the pores and I don't break out. Um, I use a little bit of eyeliner sometimes, not enough where you'll notice, but a little bit to make a dramatic effect. So that looks, you know, I look a little bit dark and mysterious. Um, I think people I, are writing this down right now. <laughs> always make sure men always make sure to fill in the eyebrows because it does bring out the features of your eyebrow ridge helps a lot. And then I always have Vaseline, obviously, to make my lips more supple and plump. Necessary. Absolutely necessary. How do you know uh, this? Uh, what do you mean, how do I know this? This is just what I do on a daily basis. I'm not even going to tell you if I'm joking or not. You'll have to determine <laughs> that for yourself. You never know. <laughs> I thought you were natty. What about uh, when it comes to uh, lifting? Do you guys like to have a set time? Like I'm going to work out kind of uh, between, you know, nine and 10 every day or, or are you guys uh, okay with just kind of winging it and say, I think I'm going to work out at this time. I, per- I, okay. I personally like, um, I don't like lifting too late. Like, like in the evening, the only way I could actually lift well in the evening is, a, is honestly, if I lift with somebody else, like if I lift with my girl or something, 
But like when it gets to six or seven PM, I don't like lifting. I like lifting earlier in the day, um, maybe around like two or even in the morning time. Anytime before like five PM, I like to get it in. I don't know why that is. It just feels better for me. Yeah, yeah same, same here. here. Like if I lift too late, it like excites me too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I definitely I'm a I'm a morning person now with working out. I uh, wasn't definitely was not always like that, but uh, I came out of necessity. And then also like, it's just like you guys, like, I, well, for me, I'm, I'm kind of gassed at the end of the day, like of my work day. And I'm just not too fired up the way I used to be. Cause I, I used to train with the team like uh, for a little while. And um, so that, that would be like, you know, around three thirty, but I just now, like I, I just, I can't get the same intensity that I do in the morning. So I definitely like to schedule my, yeah, try my best to schedule my days around um, making sure I get in bed early enough to wake up early enough. So anywhere from five to six is when I like to start the workout. And then anytime I work out and it's after seven o'clock, I'm kind of like, ah, shit, I I really got to start wrapping things up because, you know, the work day is going to start pretty soon here. Something I really do like to do, though, in the morning, and you don't have to like use if you want to do this, I'd say try it out. But, um, I like to do like a little bit of kettlebell work in the morning. Like after I get up, maybe 15 or 20 minutes, it could be something that's like a short five minute thing or a 10 minute thing just to like get the blood flowing and then get sweat going. And then I'll take a shower because that feels really, really good. It's not like a, I don't even call that really a workout. Mm. It just really gets the blood going. And then I feel just really excited for the day after I've been doing that. I've just been feeling awesome. You know, think, people listening to this, you know, please don't think, always think about your workouts as being this big thing, this big production. You know, I like what you just said right there. And, and, uh, I have the opportunity to do that. I know Andrew has a home gym set up as well. And it's like, if we really wanted to right when you wake up, you could just walk into the gym and you could say, I'm just going to do kind of like one thing. It could just be like your, maybe your shot. You just don't feel great. And you just go on the treadmill for five minutes as you're looking at your IG or whatever. It doesn't always have to be a crazy strenuous thing, but just imagine if you do have some dumbbells at your house or some weights at your house, uh, a bike, uh, an elliptical, whatever it is. If you just went in there for 10 minutes and just said, I'm just going to do this one thing for 10 minutes. And almost like you said, you don't even really count it as a workout. Just like we're doing with the squats, just like we're doing with the 10 minute walks. These are uh, massive um, lifestyle changes that can really impact you immensely for the rest of your life. I know with Andrew, um, the big shift was the bodybuilding stuff. The big shift was um, you and I worked out a lot together. And I've done this with a lot of people. I've worked out with a lot of people. And then, you know, you just get disconnected sometimes. Like it's not always super convenient to always meet up all the time to work out together you have your life, I got mine. And when it, that's happened in the past with some people, they just have completely fallen off. And I don't hear from them. I don't like, not only, you know, not only are they, not only do I not hear from them as much, um, when I do, you know, start to talk to them again, I find out they're not exercising at all, you know? And I'm like, shit, man, like we, we spent all that time training together. I never meant for you to just completely fall off or to need me, uh, for motivation or inspiration every single time forever. Um, and so what you did, Andrew is, is awesome. I'm super proud of you. Cause when I text you sometimes I'm like, Hey, I'm going to train legs, uh, later today. You're like, I already did it already <laughs> trained. And I'm like, shit, but I'm super excited that you got it done. Cause I'm like, that's awesome. Cause now 
you learned, like for me, I just know like I'm going to get my workout in and it doesn't matter. I'm going to end up at the gym at some point and I'm going to lift. You know, I, I end up at the office all the time. And so I just know that it's going to happen. And I don't care if there's other stuff in front of it or behind it or whatever. I just make it, I just make it work, but that's my schedule. Your schedule is, is much different than mine. So I think, you know, people need to, whatever, whatever way they're able to get it done. I don't need a lot of motivation or inspiration. Um, I just uh, make sure that I don't overdo it. And I make sure that when I do train, that the training is simple enough where it can be repeatable. And I think that's the key. Whatever you're trying to do, have it be simple enough to where you know for a fact that it's like, you're like, that's cake, man. That's fucking easy. Kidding me? Go in there and do um, two different movements for shoulders and do four sets of each thing. That's easy. That'll be an easy workout. I'm going to do that at 10 o'clock. And then you write it down and you get that shit done. You schedule it out. But yeah, I think it's great what you've been able to do, Andrew. It's awesome. Oh, thanks for saying that, man. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, no, I, I definitely would be lying if I said I didn't miss the uh, some of the early morning workouts. Not necessarily all of them, but some of them. But right. like, yeah, but like today, you know, I, I did I did a lot of back work. And I initially wanted to go in just to do a uh, like a markbell.com workout, which is free for 30 days right now. Uh, real quick plug. Um, yeah, check it out. Yeah, check it out. Body weight workouts for everybody that's training at home, slingshot, hip circle workouts. Again, markbell.com, free 30 days. Uh, so I initially was going to go in and just do something from there, but then... And I kind of looked around. I'm like, oh, I'm going to do something different. And I just took a bunch of the workouts that we have done in the past and started doing like circuits, you know, to keep moving. Cause I'm like, ah, okay, I'm, I'm here at the gym, but I'm going to go home and work. I, I don't have that much time here. So I'm going to do circuits of everything. And I was doing like, you know, inverted rows. I did, uh, you know, I was milking the cow. I was doing all kinds of stuff. Tempo milking stuff. Milking the cow? Yeah. Boss, yeah, yeah. What yeah, is that? Yeah. Come on, man. We told you, you grab the, uh, the udders, the udders. <laughs> And then you, you just pull them down into you and you, you know, flex your lats. It, it's one of the it's, best workouts ever. It's the thing with the pulley on it that we have in the gym, the, the, uh, the oh. accessory hand, uh, handle that has yeah, the two yeah. cone shaped mm-hmm. things. And then we sometimes will go back and forth with the hands. So that's why we call it milking the cow. Mm-hmm. Okay. I got you. Yeah. Cause if, if you let go of one and you, you can get like a really awesome stretch on the lat, oh, it feels yeah. so good. So yeah, mil- milking <laughs> the cow, uh, inverted rows, all kinds of fun stuff. And, you know, it's funny, like actually literally on the way to the gym, I'm like, dude, I don't know what I'm going to do today. And I'm like, everything's pretty sore. I, th- I did legs. I did chest. I'm just like going through it all. And I'm like, oh, wait, I haven't really messed with my back too much this week. Like, that's what I'm going to do. And then like, I, again, like I said, I, I pulled up the, um, the app and I'm just like, mm. like now I'm going to do my own thing today. But I essentially basically did exactly what, you know, Mark would have told me to do anyways. So that, that was a lot of fun. But yeah, like I said, the, the motivation right now is because you know, the gym is closed, but I just happen to work there. So if I sneak my way into the gym, nobody knows about it. Um, you know, I can, I can take advantage of it where a lot of people would at, at right now would be killing to try to have that uh, mm-hmm. opportunity. So that's been really motivating lately. Yeah. Andrew, if you didn't, if you didn't, uh, like know how to work out, like let's say it was a few years ago and you just like, you just knew a lot less would you have to write it down or would you have to have a plan like spelled out for you to make sure that you get it done? Cause I'm just trying to, you know, 
uh, walk people through like, you know, what it might be like for them if they're newer in their fitness journey and then they don't really know like, Oh, I'm going to do four sets of this and three sets of that. Like if they're kind of, if they feel like they're really confused about, you know, what to work and when, what split do I do? What do I train on this day? And, and all those things, would it, ha- would it be more helpful to you? You think if, if you were, um, you know, in that boat uh, of being like newer to have it, something kind of spelled out for you, like programming, like Encima does or something like that. Uh, yeah. And so like for me early on writing stuff down, um, that's only going to work for you if writing stuff down works for you. Um, like I, I'm pretty bad at taking notes. I, I usually don't learn that way. I learn through like listening or like you said, having somebody tell me step by step what to do. Um, so yeah, for someone like me having, like Insuma tell me like, Hey, you're going to want to do this, this, and this for this many reps and this many sets. Um, as much guidance as possible actually would help even more because if it's like, okay, do this, you know, do X, Y, Z and, uh, do this weight, see how that feels. Was that too easy or was that too hard? Okay. It was too easy. Now try it with this weight and then go from there. So having it laid out to where like, okay, any, you know, like you should be smart enough to understand what I'm talking about here. Uh, you cannot mess this up. Like that's early on. That's what I needed. Now I can kind of have a little bit of leeway where it's like, Oh shit. Like, okay. I didn't rest at all yesterday. So instead of grabbing the 25s, I'm going to grab the 15s to do these thrusters. I just lied. I would never do 25s. I just wanted to sound cool, but you know what I mean? Like the stuff like that, that because I do have experience now, I know that I can grab a lighter weight. Uh, early on, I would be like, "Nope, the plan says I need to do the you know twenties, so I have to do that." And then I'd have a bad workout, or I'd get hurt, and then I'd be so like upset at myself. So, y- yeah, definitely having it all spelled out for me is good, but also knowing like you also got to listen to your body is really really important. Andrew, I'm also I'm curious about this for yourself, man. Like because I think. Right now is is a stage where everybody is like trying to build up the motivation to do something and to exercise and to work out. So, how how do you feel that building this habit has like changed you as a person? Like, how do you feel now? Like different? Oh, I'm I'm a I'm a totally different person. Um, you know how they say like once motivation's gone, you just fall back into your habits. Well, my habits are just they they've kind of been this way for a couple of years now, but just working my ass off. So you know, as, as work productivity would go up, my fitness would, would go down the opposite direction. Um, so having like, at least having that staple, uh, has helped me a lot because also what normally would happen to somebody is like the, the fitness would go down, like the training and exercise. And so with the diet, my diet has been on point, you know, I, I had a bowl of cereal last night, but, you know, like it, it th- that's like the first thing I've had in a really long time that was not considered like on plan or whatever. So the, the disciplines that I've been able to obtain through training have definitely fell over and spilled over into the rest of my life. Starting, you know, or sticking to the diet has been like the uh, probably the, the only thing that's really kept me close to being where I should be. You know, I don't, I don't think I'm too far away from, you know, getting back into photo shoot readiness. Uh, but again, like I, I did lose motivation. It was hard for me to wake up in the morning, but 
some of those disciplines still stuck around and one of them was the diet and the other one was also still just being, you know, a, a hardworking person. So the podcast, everything, nothing faltered, like nothing was lacking anywhere else except for me just like, ah, like, come on, man, like just get to the gym and you'll be fine. And then once I just would show up, I would have a great workout. I would feel better. And then everything started falling back into place. Like, oh, oh shit, it's like 7.30 and I'm really tired, so it's time to get ready for bed. Whereas previously, it would be like, oh, it's 7.30. Oh, okay, we'll watch one more episode of Tiger King or something, you know, which is an amazing show. Uh, watch Tiger King, by the yeah, way. Yeah, dude, it's really good. <laughs> so, yeah, and then, of course, you know, the confidence, like Mark talked about on a previous podcast about me speaking at the, uh, the Meathead Millionaire Summit where I normally would have, you know, probably passed out and pooped myself, uh, being able to like stand up and, you know, speak my mind, which definitely wouldn't have happened if I wasn't in my opinion, like in good shape. Right. Like I, I now have a little bit more confidence in that area. Cool. <laughs> yeah. It's hard for people to get momentum. I think, uh, a lot of times we just, we bite off more than we can chew. And, um, when you, when you do that, you end up being fatigued, you end up being kind of tired and it's kind of hard to, you know, prep for the next day. Um, how meticulous are you guys with like, do you, how meticulous are you guys with like scheduling? Do you schedule a lot of stuff or, um, like, do you write down that you have like for, for you and SEMA, a lot of it's got to be internal, you know, motivation. You got to be self-motivated because you're writing programs for people like, is there like a window for that? Is there a window for your eating? Is there a window of time for kind of all the different activities? I know that things are different now because you don't have like jujitsu and stuff, but what is that? What was that looking like? Yeah. So like for myself, I noticed that when I, if I try to like really do deep work, something, something I'd really need to think deep about in the early mornings doesn't work well for me. Like I work really well when it starts getting towards the afternoon, like 11 a.m. to like 3 or 4 p.m. I can, my mind just works really well at that point. So that's when I try to get most of my work done within that window of time. So if we're like podcasting on a certain day, then I get back and I can just try and work during that time. Not that I don't work later. It's just, I know this is when my mind just works best. Um, and that that's just like coming from working at different points in time. Like I just work really well in the afternoon. And then I like, I don't really, I guess, schedule things much just because I know the times I'm typically going to be doing certain types of work. But one thing that I do is like when I am working, I, I like try to use this thing right here. It's like this little, uh, there we go. It's like a Pomodoro thing. I don't know if you guys have ever heard about it, but like what I'll do is like, I'll set it. I'll work for 30 minutes. I'll take a break for five minutes. I'll work for 30 more minutes and take a break or whatever. Um, but yeah, like everything for me, typically things work at the same time. So unless like I have to be on a call or whatever, those things are scheduled when I have client calls and all that type of stuff. But around that time, I already know the times I'm going to be getting stuff done. And I, if I didn't know the times I was going to get, be getting stuff done, I'd probably schedule a little bit more on the money. I do think that would help me out though. Like if I were to pick up that habit of scheduling everything more meticulously, I think, I think it would help me out. And that's something I, I'm... I'm going to do. Um, but right now I just kind of know when things need to get done. Yeah. I think it would help me a lot too. I'm just not, uh, I don't practice it. You know, I don't practice it that much. I kind of just have 
you know, kind of vague ideas of like, Hey, this is going to happen around this time. It's going to happen. I'm like, uh, I'm like the cable guy, you know, like <laughs> I'm going to show up between nine and 12, you know, but which means 1230. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I think everybody like, um, some people say they're not organized or some people say they're not, uh, you know, they don't like scheduling stuff or, but it, it really, I think having something uniform to follow would probably assist everybody, you know, just to, but again, I like what Andrew said too about like writing it down. Like if you're not used to writing stuff down, that's not normally how you operate. Then you're probably not going to even look at it. So it's probably not going to, it may not be that useful mm-hmm. or that helpful. But I think whatever the case is, I do think it's a good idea to think about what you want your days to look like. And, um, you know, especially in these times, I think it's great to map out a schedule. Like if you like to read, you can say, hey, I'm going to read between this time and this time. I'm going to eat between this time and this time. It doesn't have to be rigorous. You don't have to uh, beat yourself up if you don't follow it super uh, specifically. But I think it's a great thing to do. You know, you pop in your, um, you know, hey, I want to walk around this time. I want to get outside, get some sunlight. Because a lot of times if it's not scheduled, I know, you know, nowadays with our calendar and just with how many different things are going on at the business at one time, if it's not in the calendar, it's likely not going to happen. And so uh, at this stage, um, I probably personally need to be more organized and it probably help um, everything else move along a little faster, a little bit better because uh, people don't know where the fuck I am or, or what I'm doing <laughs> or what I'm doing all the time. Yeah. They need to know. Yeah. And then also like, uh, so I, I've tried a, a habit tracker. I've tried a, uh, uh, I can't even, uh, it's like basically, uh, what is it called? Uh, the, the, uh, the, the habit book. What was it called? It's just, I guess called the habit tracker. I don't know. It was just a bigger, more fancier one. Um, I would get super motive that big old, the Brandon yeah, Brandon Burchard. And we'll figure it out. Um, it was really, really cool because it, it laid everything out for you, but I'd get motivated and I'd fill out like one page and I'm like, fuck that would, that took me like an hour and that's just for one day. Like, I'm not going to be able to do that tomorrow. And then it's like, it wants you to do like it the day, the week, the month, the year. And I'm like, man, this is so cool. Fuck. I'm never going to fill this out though. So like I did like one page and like that was it. So yeah, I, I couldn't keep up with that because I was like, man, I'm spending more time planning my day than doing my day. So mm. that that's why that didn't work out for me. And then also like what you're saying, Mark, like if it's not in the calendar, it's not going to happen. But also like, if I have something in mind, if I don't put it on the calendar, something else will take its place. So in Sima, you, um, you, you, uh, you and your girlfriend live together, right? Mm. Uh, something breaks around the, uh, around the, around the place who fixes it. Like even just like a light, a light bulb goes out or something like that. Who, <laughs> who, uh, you know, gets on a chair or gets on a ladder and, and fixes it. Oh, that's me. Why? I'm curious. Are, are you are you handy at all? Like, can you fix stuff? Fix stuff or no? No, like I'm like not, I'm uh, not that way either. You said light bulb, simple fix. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. When it comes to uh, what about a? Because uh, this this happened the other day, and I wanted to bring it up. Um, the uh, smoke detector never ever starts chirping in the daytime. Oh, change the batteries. Right. Okay. Now, what happens when you change the battery? You can and never it, figure out which one it's which one it is. There's that, but when you change the battery and it's still chirping, 
Oh, then you're you're fucked. <laughs> Thank you. But why check the, YouTube? I don't know. So that's what I did because I'm like, why? Why the like this never happens during the daytime? Of course, right when I'm finally getting into bed, chirp. Uh-huh. Like, oh no, this one right here, um, <laughs> it's pretty high up, and I, I like we didn't have anything to get to it. Yeah, we didn't have like a ladder or anything to get to it, and it was I stayed here for a few days by myself, and I just let it go the whole time. I just I wore headphones. And then Andy uh, came up and my kids came up and was like, how did you deal with that at all? Because they like just put a bunch of furniture together and stacked stuff up and then they, they changed it. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to try to like, you know, balance, you know, on these weird chairs and stuff and try to try to change it. So it was funny, but my wife, you know, she does a lot of that stuff. And like when it comes to anything like mowing the lawn or any of that shit. My, you know, my son mows the lawn. Like I'm just super like, A, I'm lazy and B, I don't really, I never really learned how to fix much of anything, which I realize that most people are just, they're kind of winging it or YouTubing it now, especially nowadays. But yeah, I'm pretty useless around the house. I, I, I'm lucky, you know, everyone's lucky if I take out the garbage, I don't wash plates. I don't, I don't load the dishwasher. I don't unload the dishwasher. I barely know where shit goes when I've had to unload the dishwasher. I'm like, wow, this is really bad. Like, where the fuck do these cups go? <laughs> like, I, just, I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I don't do a lot of that stuff. How about you guys? Oh, man. Like, I, as far as, like, dishes and stuff, I'll wash dishes. I know how to do – you know what surprised me? I know – okay, maybe you might be in the same boat, Mark. I know people who don't know how to do laundry. Do you know how to do laundry? Yeah, I do know how to do laundry. Yeah. Thank you. I'm so happy for you. Cause legit, I know, I know adult dudes that like, they're like, Oh dude. Yeah. I don't know how to really do laundry. Not very good at folding, but I, yeah, but I can figure it out half, yeah. halfway figure it out. Like I do the simple stuff. She handles like a lot of like deep cleaning stuff. I'll help with that. But like, she is very particular about certain things. Um, but a good uh, way of putting it without getting in trouble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very particular. Yeah. There's, there are just ways things that, things should go with that i just don't tend to care that much so um she's like why'd you do it that way and you're like i don't know <laughs> am i in, am i in trouble like, shit but yo on that smoke detector kick there was a like it was a few years ago when i was living on my own and the smoke detector it just went out and i noticed it but then i was just like every single day i'd just be like f it f it f it and then after time i just you get used to it and you don't even realize that it's beeping anymore so people would come over and they'd be like dude what's that annoying sound I'm like wait what are you talking about i don't hear what you're talking about legit i couldn't hear it anymore cuz i was just so used to it going off that's crazy yeah when ours started going off in my head my first thought was like oh i'm gonna sleep through it but she definitely wouldn't be able to sleep through it so i'm like ah luckily it was a a low one so i just needed a step stool and yeah i just got up there changed the battery still chirping so i'm like you mother so i just yanked it out unplugged it and so we got to get a new one but who who cooks uh i cook for myself and (laughs) sometimes for her in terms of like if she wants some meat um I'll eat her food sometimes, but like, I, I just, I eat a lot of meat, man, a lot of meat and eggs. So yeah, it, it's kind of interesting. Yeah. You always feel pretty awesome when you cook a gigantic meal and 
then you have to let everyone know like oh that's just for me sorry she thinks my steak is too bland i'm gonna make her some steak tonight but i need to like figure out what fancy marinade i'm gonna put it in because like she won't just eat a steak with some salt like it's just not tasty to her you know what i mean so now like i'm gonna go online after we do this and i'm gonna try and find some marinade i can put the piedmontese in to make it Mm. you know whatever i don't care i just want some salt in my steak and i'm good yeah definitely but yeah we both cook she can cook her face off i'm getting better um it's it's mutual but the thing that sucks though is like if she cooks that means i'm gonna usually wash the dishes and i I hate that part because it takes me way too long uh and yeah it, it just sucks I grew up washing the dishes, so I mean, so did dishes, I. But I just suck. the whole dishes thing is is interesting because if it's left to me, like when when I have had to wash dishes, which has which has happened, uh, I'm ashamed to admit, <laughs> but it has happened before. I actually just wash them. I don't put them in the dishwasher. The dishwasher, I know it's supposed to make things easier, but I think it makes things way harder. I think like if you just clean shit, like as you make stuff dirty. Uh, it's done, but then it's kind of weird because it's got to like rest on your counter or somewhere. It's got to like you know, it's got to be somewhere to like dry off or whatever. That's the kind of the complicated part of it. But letting dishes like pile up and put them in the dishwasher until the dishwasher is full, and then to, like unload the whole thing seems like a, a huge extra step that makes everything way slower. But that's just the way my my mind can't comprehend the dishwasher. <laughs> There's nothing embarrassing about that. Dude, no, I, I, I've always wondered why do people wait for things to, to get so, for things to pile up so much and then put it in the dishwasher? Why not eat, wash, eat, wash? Like that, it, it's so simple. I, I, yeah, I like you could, you could have one plate. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's, it, it's, it, uh, yeah, that no. minimalist life. Yeah. I, when I, I live, when I lived with my brother, I used to have, I had, I had a plate. I had a fork, I had a spoon and a knife because he was just a, and I, and I had a cup and I kept them all in a separate cabinet <laughs> and I washed them and cleaned them. And I, you know, I cleaned whatever we would use together, like the pan or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then like every once in a while, I'd see him like reaching from my plate. I'm like, <laughs> nope, stay the fuck away from my plate. He's got, you know, a bunch of plates piled up in the, uh, in the sink or whatever. Yeah, I've been, uh, as I cook, I will clean. So, like, wh- whatever it is, you know, pan full of eggs, like, okay, eggs on the plate, it's going to sit there for a second anyways, wash that. You know, whatever the next thing is, wash as I cook. And, yeah, we, we have a dishwasher. We don't use it. They say that it saves water by using it, but I think that's bullshit because that thing goes nuts for, like, I don't know how long. But it's we so do, loud. It's loud, too, yeah. So, we, we just use it as a drying rack. Right. That makes sense. That actually makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I should, but how, I, I'm just confused. How the heck does a dishwasher save water? I don't, right. it, it was just a commercial I had seen. Uh, I don't remember. Uh, no, it was like a Hulu commercial. That's what it was. You're being lied to Andrew. I know that's well, it was my, like, I mean, I had skeptical hippo eyes right away. I'm just like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Like that whole box <laughs> gets full of water. Like there's no way, like there's just no way. And then you got to wash it before you wash it. Like, nope, no thanks. Not going to do it twice. I think that this quarantine is going to test a lot of people. It's going to test relationships because <laughs> oh, people don't realize how much they hate each other. Sure. <laughs> oh, 
Oh no! You're forced to stay in the house with this person. Yeah, <laughs> every day. Andrew, for hours if I gotta see you wiggle your goddamn foot one more time, I'm gonna chop it off. Well, we're we're pretty we're lucky because we worked together for I think it was two or three, maybe even three years uh, remotely from home. So we've been we were at one point around each other like nonstop, and it was totally fine. Um, so now, like working from home again, it's like hey, it's like the good old days. So we're we're lucky we're we're already accustomed to it. But yeah, there's there's other people like I've been seeing the memes about like people pulling their hair out because they're with their significant other or like <laughs> even with their kids. Like, oh my god, I'm just like wow, like. <laughs> Man, like the the the, uh, the partner, I can kind of get it. Like it is, you know, kind of funny. But then I'm like, well, like, do you not like your kids? Like you're the one that raised People hate them. Hate being around their kids. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> but you're the one that like made them who they are. Like it's not their fault. So those those are pretty funny. Oh my god, it's hilarious. Yeah, I was at the grocery store maybe like a week ago or something, and I, you know, they asked me, they're like, oh, how you doing? I said, oh, I'm doing great. I said, I love uh, have my kids at home. I said, I'm going home to kick it with them right now we're gonna eat some food we're gonna watch some movies and stuff you're like you are the only person <laughs> that said that everyone else has been like i don't know what to do with my kids yeah same thing with like the quarantine stuff like uh the self-isolation i told you guys recently i'm like it says something about me but man it's been awesome like just staying home <laughs> my sister on the other hand she's just like i'm getting anxiety just being home all the time she has four boys uh so maybe that's part of it but she's like oh, i don't know what to do i'm like just go for a walk and she's like oh my god that helped i'm like yeah just you know you can still get outside like just right just breathe check out this rpr stuff <laughs> yo real talk though uh a few days ago i had to do like a little mini dopamine fast because i was finding that i was going on ig way too long i almost fell back into that habit of just like scrolling through instagram too long i was just like nah uh-uh okay put it away like i have on my whiteboard no ig youtube or facebook do not randomly pick it up for that and what i noticed like this morning i opened up my phone uh and i typed into ins i was like nope <laughs> you know or, or yeah like a, to, to get to instagram you can do a search feature so i typed in ins when i was even i wasn't even trying to go to instagram i was trying to go to gmail but my fingers wanted mm. to go to Instagram. I was just like, oh, fuck. So, uh, yeah, it's you got to be careful with that, man. I imagine like a lot of a lot of parents are putting their kids in front of iPads right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a weird it's a weird time and no one knows what's right or wrong, you know, like mm-hmm. um, but consuming too much uh, information about like a death toll. Um I don't know how productive that is, you know. Um, it is it is certainly scary out there, and it's important to understand the magnitude of it all. But uh, maybe maybe just small doses of that, just so you're informed, then mm. you don't need to know any. I mean, I think we we know as much as we're going to know, as much as we need to know now. I don't think there's any further information that nothing has changed. I mean, this virus is attacking a lot of people. Thousands of people are dying from it. Um, and also, you know, I don't think any, nothing has changed from what, what has changed is the fact that we're quarantined, you know, that's the main change, but yeah. people do die. I mean, part of being, a, uh, you know, part of any living thing is that, you know, it lives and then it dies at some point. Right. And I think that, you know, a couple months ago, um, you know, go back to 
Thanksgiving time or something like that, you know, before we were really aware of what was going on. I think maybe people were under the illusion that, you know, what they possessed was theirs forever. And now everyone just can know and understand that that's not true. Anything and everything you have can be taken away from you at any moment, uh, including your own health, including your children, including your significant other. Uh, that is just the, the unfortunate way of life. And that has not changed. That was the same beforehand, you know? So while it does suck and it can make you a little more anxious because you're like, oh, this whole shit's going to happen a lot faster than I ever anticipated. And that I think is the truth of it. But, you know, most of us get about 80 years to run through this thing. Um, and a good majority of us don't. Some people die when they're 10. Some people die when they're 50. Some people die when they're 90. Um, and so I, I just think that it, it's, while it's a shitty thing to have to go through, I think it's a good practice and it's a good, it's a, there's not really a lot of good that comes from it, but if there's any good that comes from it, maybe it teaches people to slow the fuck down and to enjoy the moments that we have, because as I said earlier, they can and will be taken away from you at some point in your life. Yeah. And like this, this had me thinking a lot about like my, my mom and my grandma's mortality and even my sister too, because my sister, like right now she's kind of sick. She's, she's not too healthy. Right. Um, and my mom's like 62. My grandma's like 98 and like grandma's lived, grandma's lived a long life. So like like if she goes at some point, okay. But I, I don't think about it that much, but these days I've been thinking about that a lot more, you know, because it's, 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 it would be horrible if they ended up having this. Right. Yeah. yeah it keeps, it, it's like, uh, you know, every day you get, you get new news about it, but again, I don't know. I don't think it's, I don't think it's useful to continue to consume a shit ton of information that we don't really, it's not really confirming anything. Like we already know people are getting it. We know that, uh, you know, America is kind of under siege for it and it's going to attack more cities and more states. Like we already have that knowledge. And so it's time to maybe stop allowing all that to keep smashing you in the face all day. Do you think they're going to uh, take the uh, lockdown a little bit more serious for everybody since it seems like, I mean, I know from last week to this week, just being on like the freeways, uh, I can see a lot more traffic this week as opposed to last week. So I'm wondering if people are like, uh, okay, this is serious. And then all of a sudden like, well, no one I know has contracted anything. So uh, I'm going to, I think if there was, about. so I think even if there was double the amount of deaths, I still think that people would be going out. I still think e- even if, even if you tripled it, I just think that, uh, it's kind of, um, the American condition. We have a lot of freedoms. We have a lot of, you know, for China to be on lockdown is one thing, you know, cause who knows, who knows what, um, what history or what, uh, previous things have happened to people there that haven't listened, haven't followed direction, haven't followed law. I don't know. I'm not sure of their practices and what they do and don't do, but I would assume that they fall in line pretty quick. You know, they're probably like, Hey, like government said this and we're doing that. Boom. Like that's it. Unless, you know, unless you want to face the consequences of, of uh, whatever, whatever that would be. But here, you know, it's, it's different. 
you know, we have, uh, we have a lot of freedoms and, um, I think even if there was, even if there was military on the street telling people not to do stuff, they would still do stuff. I don't think they would like fight and resist the military or police or anything, but I mean, there would probably be a little bit of that, but I think people would still be like, Oh, that's probably cool. If I go over, they're not talking to me, you know, that's the American way. That's the American condition. And when it comes to like, you know, somebody could say, Hey, this is a total disaster. I can't believe this is that way. We need, we need more low income housing and like, okay, we're going to put that, you know, over here. And then as soon as they want to put it over there, someone's like, not in my backyard. No, I didn't mean by me, mm. you know, we need more prisons. Oh, let's, let's put one in Bodega Bay. Like, you know, and, and then everyone is, is pissed. You know, we need more recycling plants. We need more, like whatever it is, people have a fucking problem with it. The second that it's an inconvenience to them. And so that's what we're seeing is people are being inconvenienced. People are, and losing your job is a, is a horrific thing. But what I'm seeing is the money is shifting from one spot to another. So there's, while there's a lot of companies that may go under from this, there's also uh, probably companies that will be born from this. And there'll also be a lot of companies hiring. I know, you know, Amazon is one of them and there's, there's a bunch more. You can Google it and YouTube it and, You'll find a lot of information on a lot of companies that are that are hiring. If they can help everybody, I don't know. You know, and the government's got some financial things that they're trying to employ, and maybe those things will be uh, useful as well. But um, yeah, just it, it's it's just kind of a condition of America to where we never think it's going to be us. Like, oh, that's that shit ain't going to happen to me. I'm not going to end up with diabetes from eating cookies every day. That happened to my uncle, but that ain't happening to me. Like, why would that happen to me? I'm I'm 35. I'm in good shape, you know. And then, sure enough, when you're 55, same thing happens, and you're in a wheelchair or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. It's hard to take that third person point of view and like not just like look at things through someone else's perspective. It's very hard to do that. It's not a natural thing to do that. You know what I mean? So trying to do that is it's 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 difficult. It's really difficult. I think some of the people that are saying like, Hey, it's not about you. You know, it's about everyone else. Um, I kind of like that message. Um, but I still don't know how to stop from like, I, I don't want to stay in my house. Like unless until somebody says like, I mean, I guess they have said it, you know, I, so I guess I'm just not listening. I, I'm still going to the gym. I'm still conducting myself as if nothing's going on and maybe it's irresponsible, but I don't know if, if, if anyone, um, has clear enough facts about um, what's truly going on or, or what's a super danger. I mean, it's been compared to other illnesses and other viruses. And um, yeah, I don't, it's, it's just such a rough thing. I mean, I, I guess for me, I'd rather just keep going on rather than to not do anything. And uh who the fuck knows what happens based off of that, you know, dude, you know, I was thinking about this the other day and I think one of the reasons why we, we kind of look at this virus that way is because it just, it seems like a chill little virus. Like think about it. Okay. You cough a little bit. Uh, if you're older, you're more susceptible. It's like, it, it just seems too chill. But imagine if this was like a virus that had looked like Ebola, but did the same exact, like killed the same exact amount of people. 
I think everyone would mm-hmm. be taking it more seriously. You, you guys get what I'm saying? If it if it was gorier and nastier like Ebola, yeah. looked looked more painful, but just killed the same amount of people, everyone I agree. would be taking this more seriously. Like this thing, it's like if someone created this, it was a genius virus to create. I'm just saying. Like it it just it you don't think too much about it. Yeah, if if uh, when you contracted it, yeah, if you all of a sudden like broke out in hives and all kinds of shit, like people would be, they, yeah, <laughs> they would definitely take it way more. And there serious. have been there have been other things that have killed people a lot faster, and actually those things are they're kind of better because then you can't spread it. Like if if you died in twenty four hours from it, like it, it might not leave your city, you know, because. Mm-hmm. Because people might say, fuck, like I, whatever that guy has, I don't want that. And they might literally be able to quarantine people. But in this scenario where it's like, ah, we're not quite sure. They're starting to see it in younger people, though. And from my understanding, from what I'm hearing from some people in the medical profession, is that if you have it, like it's really, really rough is what I'm hearing. So if you do, if you, you know, catch it. Um, or get the virus, then, then you're, it seems like you're in a lot of trouble. But there's also, I think I saw a stat, and again, these are, who the hell knows? I don't even know if throwing these stats means anything, but there's a large percentage, I'll just say that, there's a large percentage of people that are going to the hospital thinking they have that and they have something different. They have like bronchitis or something like that. And um, I'm starting to hear too that there's like might even be a second version of it, which, uh-huh. <laughs> which I know, which, yeah, like that's, that could be pretty shitty. And I'm starting to hear that it, they're starting to see it in some younger people, but I don't know why I still feel like the news is not giving us, I still feel like they're not giving us, may, maybe they are, maybe they're trying to give us the full story and they just don't have it gathered yet. But you know, when I, when I hear this, they'll talk about, Oh, a 19 year old kid died in Los Angeles from it. Then maybe like, a couple days later, I hear that that kid has been sick his entire life or something like that. You know, and I don't know, you know, how do we, I just don't know if, how do we know? I have seen a few people interviewed on TV who have overcome the virus and they said, Hey, this is nothing to play with. Like, this is serious. And one guy that I saw, he was like 38 years old, but I just haven't seen that much of that. Oh, and that guy, by the way, um, he, he, it's just speculatory. He didn't, he doesn't even really know if he actually had it. The doctors just told him that he had it, but he was already getting better. And so when they tested him, they didn't find any of the, uh, coronavirus, but he had all the symptoms. So it's like, man, I don't, fuck, I don't know what to believe. So therefore I'm going to keep going to the gym and hitting up some squats. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like, like when you said, don't watch too much of this stuff, I think like right now, it's it's not a good idea to like be YouTubing and be watching the news for coronavirus news because the news, CNN, Fox News, all these channels, like they want to get views too. So what are they going to do? They're going to give you the, the the craziest story, the wildest stats. They won't give you the whole story. Um, like there was a guy, you probably heard about the guy from Disney that he went to Disneyland, you got the coronavirus and you died. That's all you heard. But a few days later, you heard that he also like he was immune. He, like, he I think he just finished chemo treatment or something like mm. he, he if anyone was going to go from this, it was him because he was so compromised. But they don't tell you those things. So they're really flooding people with all of this stuff. Like I'm constantly getting messages on my phone from my mom with coronavirus mm. news. I'm just like, yo, I know you want to pay attention to this, but 
don't have don't don't watch all this stuff all the time. It can really mentally just mess people up. Yeah, and I think you know where where we need to maybe try to shift our energy is to be thoughtful and start to think about how is there any possibility? Is there any way for me to assist or help in any way towards um, you know? Um, because the, the main the main issue is a lack of like medical supplies. The main issue is like uh, they don't have enough help. So even if you're just a person of faith and you want to pray, you're going to pray for something. Those are the things you're going to want to pray for is that we have the stability and the strength to overcome the amount of people. Because I'm starting to hear some really horrific things from like New York City where they have um, – they have they have brought in trucks, uh, freezers, and that's where they're storing, you know, bodies because they don't have enough space in the hospital any longer for things like that. So that's, I think, if people are going to have some energy towards anything, like rather than them, you know, maybe rather than uh, having a lot of anxiety and and being super worried, which you don't have a lot of control, you're going to be worried because people are dying, right? But if you could try to shift some positive energy towards thinking about those people and uh, their families and the first responders that are there and anyone that's trying to help. I mean, even just if you can't help from a financial standpoint, if you can't help because you don't know how to make a mask, if you can't help because you just can't contribute in that way, maybe you can just contribute in trying to be as positive as possible. And then maybe even if you are going to consume stuff, try to find some things that are a little bit more positive, that are more informative. I really like what Peter Itia is doing when he's sharing information. Um, those of you that don't know Peter Itia, he is, um, he's not like highly excitable. Like he's not going to be, he's not like yelling and he's not, you know, saying this is what everyone has to do and this is what everyone should do. He's just presenting information and he's got a very calm and monotone voice. So I really like uh, some of the stuff that he's putting out, but, yeah, like I said, you know, if you could maybe shift your energy towards, um, you know, sending some good vibes and some, if you're spiritual, send some prayers uh, towards the areas that are being hit the hardest. Absolutely. One thing that I've been having a hard time with, because um, I, I do like going to the gym, uh, feeling like a hypocrite telling my dad that he can't go outside. <laughs> So you can't go anywhere, dad. Yeah, you can't go anywhere. Well, what'd you do today? Don't worry about what I'm doing. Do as I say, not as I do. Uh, <laughs> you know, cause it, it's hard. I, and, and I know, and I know a lot of, at least, you know, I mean, a lot of in, in the Mexican culture, like you, you work hard and that's, that's what you do. So trying to tell my dad, like, don't go to work is really, really hard. But after I talked to, or we talked to Gabrielle Lyon, I'm just like, Hey, like guys, this is serious just stay home. Like, just, just do it. And it's funny. Uh, she actually texted me this morning. She's like, so is everybody staying home? And I'm like, <laughs> they're still not listening to me. So I got, I sent like a screenshot, like, Hey, your doctor just said you need to stay home. And, uh, you know, his answer is just like, well, I'm, I'm 100% by myself when I'm at work. So there's no, you know, no, no interaction with anybody and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, well that's cool. But eventually you're going to run out of gas. So you're going to have to go to the gas station and, Oh, look at that. Oh my God. I love that area. That's a beautiful view. Jeez. Yeah. There ain't, there ain't nobody out here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, it's always super quiet though anyways, but man, that looks amazing. Dude, Bodega Bay is always perfect. 
Is the family out there with you right now, or are you the only one? They're not here yet. They're coming in a little bit. I had to come up here to uh, meet the gas man. (laughs) We had had, uh, our gas like ran out or whatever, so they had to fix that. Yeah, kind of reminds me of uh, Dumb and Dumber. I don't know if you guys remember the scene in Dumb and Dumber. That's the uh, first thing I thought about when you said (laughs) gas man. Yeah, the gas man scene where it's like, did you pay the gas bill? Gas man. They're like, well, he says. he says, how do they know I got gas? And he's taking those like antacids or whatever for his heartburn or whatever it is. <laughs> These guys must be professionals. How do they know I got gas? I don't remember that scene. I, I got It's great. We'll YouTube it. All right, man. I think we should bring this one in. I'll, um, I'll see if uh, I got a couple people that uh, we might be able to get on a call. My, my buddy Tony out in China, he would be great because he's got just so much information um, about like kind of what they've already been through. And then they're working on, you know, recovering. And, and I, I would love to know, you know, is there fear of it like spreading again or like, why is it okay to go back to work? Like how come you wait 12 weeks and then everything's cool? Like what, what's the difference? So I don't know what that difference is. So I'd love to kind of hear it from him and maybe we can get some more uh, useful knowledge out there. I'm excited for that. Uh, Hopefully we can do that soon. Shoot. Yep. Take us out of here, Andrew. All right. Uh, Thank you guys for checking out today's episode. Uh, Real quick, in case you guys missed it, uh, Mark is hooking you guys up with an awesome deal for everybody that's stuck at home in quarantine. Uh, Whenever you buy any slingshot along with any hip circle, you're going to get 20% off. On top of that, markbell.com is free for 30 days. The uh, the normal free uh, time period used to be seven days. Mark said, nope, we're going to go ahead and pump that out for 30 days. So markbellslingshot.com, 20% off any slingshot and hip circle combo. Markbell.com for free 30 days. All you have to do is put in your email address and you have full access to the entire website. Amazing, good, great information. I've been using that as like my uh, my workout program basically for the past couple weeks. Uh, highly recommend awesome. you guys. Yeah, high, highly recommend you guys take advantage of that because I mean, why not? You ain't doing anything else anyways right now. Uh, please make sure you guys are following the podcast at Mark Bell's Power Project uh, at MB Power Project on TikTok and Twitter. And if you guys want to uh, say what's up to me, it's at I am Andrew Z. Uh, links for uh, markbell.com, Links for MarkBellSlingshot.com, uh, Piedmontese. Anything else that you guys have any questions on will be in the uh youtube description and itunes show notes uh transima where you be uh real quick guys that this the uh slingshot push-up because of my shoulder like i can't like i can do normal push-ups but after about 15 i start to feel it i don't feel anything in my shoulder when using the slingshot push-up so i'm using that thing and cracking out multiple sets of 30 40 each day and it's just it's a lifesaver so if you're someone who might even have shoulder issues pick this thing up because you'll be happy that you'll be able to do pushups again uh, on Instagram and YouTube in SEMA Yang. And then on TikTok and Twitter in SEMA Yin Yang Mark peeps, you know, my boy in SEMA isn't lying about those 10 minute squats. It, uh, it feels like you got a new pair of legs underneath. You. It feels <laughs> like you're utilizing somebody else's legs to move around. Um, felt really good. I've been, I've been doing them for a few days in a row now. And, um, my knee has been kind of lighting up a little bit lately with uh, some heavy squats. So, you know, it gives you something to do. Get, give it a try. I mean, you can, you can be listening to music. You could be on your phone if you, if you want to. Um, but it's also good to kind of be mindful of what you're doing. I don't move around as good as SEMA does, but 
what I've been doing is, um, is I've been shifting around a little bit when I'm doing the 10 minute squat. So I'll get down to that position and uh, I will kind of roll onto my right side a little bit and let the right heel and right Achilles tendon and calf stretch a lot. And then I'll kind of move back over to the left and I try different, um, different foot positions. If you're not super fit and you're not used to that and it feels like a lot of pressure, uh, you know, the good, the good rule of thumb from Kelly Sturette is that if it feels iffy, it's iffy and you should abandon it and give yourself a little bit of rest. So just come up and kind of come up for air for 10, 15 seconds, shake your legs out and, and do it again. But I'm liking it so far. Um, I haven't really you know, noticed anything miraculous in, in just a few days, but I do notice that my knee is tender. I have kind of jumper's knee. I've had that forever. Um, my knee is tender right now. So I'm going to do the 10 minute squat. And when I'm done with it, uh, the pain, I'm not going to say the pain completely goes away. Um, but it definitely feels a lot better. So I, I wouldn't be doing it. if It didn't make me feel better. So give that a shot. Make sure you're getting some sunlight. Um, let's try to be a little bit more positive and let's try to start to figure out some ways that we can, uh, encourage people to stay fit and stay healthy the best they possibly can. Cause we know that if you stay connected to your disciplines, you're going to be able to be stronger for any situation that you have to face. Thanks, everybody, so much for listening. Strength is never a weakness. Weakness is never a strength. Catch you all later. Power Project, what's up? Uh, hopefully, this episode gave you a little bit of a break from the uh, you know the monotony, the uh, the news and everything today. We had a lot of fun doing it. We felt it was necessary. Uh, right now, we really think it's necessary to give a huge thank you to everybody that's been rating and reviewing the podcast, uh, so, especially our friend Arkansas220. Uh, Go Razorbacks. Uh, Arkansas says, amazingly inspirational and educational. Quote, this is my number one podcast. Quote, this is my number one podcast, and it covers pretty much anything and everything you can ever think of. It is entertaining and informative all at the same time. Thank you, guys. Keep it up. Arkansas 220, thank you so much for that. Really appreciate it. Um, just, again, thank you for leaving that review because that just helps us out a ton. Um, if you listen right now, if you'd like to hear your name right on air, please head over to iTunes right now. Drop us a rating and a review, and you could hear your name on air just like our boy Arkansas 220 or girl. Whoever it is, Arkansas 220, thank you. Uh, We'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace.